0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I'm hoping to be behind your productivity because this week it is a solo episode. First one of 2019. In fact, first one in a while. I've got a number of topics to do these on, but again, it's so much easier to just hit record and talk with somebody else. It's more fun, too, to be honest. I enjoy having conversations with people, not a monologue with myself, although you would think, as much as I like to talk to myself, that this would also be easy. And maybe it is, I don't know. But anyway, the subject, the topic, the productivity topic of this episode is Chris Brogan's three words. If you're not familiar with Chris Brogan, uh, he's a great guy. He's been on the show a number of times. In fact, I'll link up to some of the episodes that he's been on in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at Beyond the to do list.com slash 258. And one of the things that Chris does every year is he comes up with three words. It's his ritual, it's a different way of doing New Year's resolutions. Instead, of doing New Year's resolutions, he does these three words. And it's three words that you come up with that will guide your choices, your actions, your approach to the year each year. It's kind of like theming your year, but it's more than just theming it. It's about having an outcome in mind. It's a way of having a decision-making rubric in place. And I think that I've got the best three words that I've ever chosen for myself. I don't know now. He's been doing it. Jeez, let me think. He's been doing it since I think 2006, like 12, 13 plus years now with varying degrees of success. You can uh, read all about this process over on his site, which again, I'll link up to in the show notes for this episode. Uh, it's easy enough to find Brogan.com. So anyway, he goes through what he does in order to choose his three words. And by the way, I'm not just going to reiterate his stuff. I am going to literally go through my three words, what they are, why I chose them, what they mean, what they mean to me, what I'm hoping to accomplish by choosing them. And I delayed this episode on purpose. I did not put it out at the beginning of January to make it all about New Year's resolutions or this is the year that I'm going to have. I actually wanted to have some rubber meets the road practical application friction that had come up in order to show you that moving forward February through December to the point where then I choose three new words, although these are pretty good, um, <laughs> maybe a flavor of them will be what I have in 2020. But I wanted to have some time behind the words to give you a more meatier episode, something with more skin and you know muscle on the bones to share, so because because anybody can pick three words and then say, "All right, here's what I'm doing. I'm picking three words, and this is why I wanted to give you a lot more than that." So, uh, again, how Chris prescribes that you should pick your words is basically you pick as simple words as you can. You don't pick phrases. Uh, you try to make those words actionable, which I feel like I really have done. I've made all three of mine actually an action word. Well, one of them debatably is an action word. But, uh, we'll get to that one. The third one is an action word in my mind, but it's also a lack of action word. So teaser there, uh, When you try to do fancy words, those can get complicated, and I have kind of delved into that a little bit, but because my three words connect to each other and kind of all fold in on each other to help each other out, it's actually pretty cool. You stick with the same three words all year, you don't want to change them, so that's another reason why I wanted to wait and say, okay, yes, these words do work, and I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to go actually public and share these words, so... And then the other key piece is once you've chosen your words, you want to integrate them into your world as much as possible. And by your world, again, I'm going to go back to stuff that Chris has said in the past, where he says your day is your week is your month is your year. You you build off of the smallest bricks of time and build in these, you know, like we talked about with James Clear and the habits, you build in these bricks Uh, And you have them build on top of each other to amount to something. Little things done over and over consistently with planning and action is where change happens. And that's what I'm looking for this year. Lots of change. Now, that's not to say that things aren't going well, but I know where they could be going much better. Two years ago, I did the same exact exercise. I talked about choosing three words. I picked my three words, etc. When I did it last time, two years ago, 2017, my three words were minimal, intentional, and present. And in fact, there is some correlation to those three words. Again, two years later, this time around, and you'll see that. So keep that in mind, minimal, intentional, and present. Minimal, I think, had to do with, uh, you know, scaling back and or doing the least amount necessary to get the same result. Intentional was being very conscious or aware of what I wanted to do. And then present was being aware of where I was at any given time and being fully in that moment. So I think I've got something that's along those same lines for each of my three words this year. However, I've grown, and I think you'll see that. I I think I'll actually be able to share that, that the ones that I've chosen this time, they are very much a flavor of those three words, but they are advanced because of the experiences of the last two years. So I'll share the three words right now, and then as we go through each segment, I'll start off saying, okay, this is why I chose this word. This is what this word means to me. This is what I'm choosing this word for in terms of my year of 2019 and the outcome I am seeking to get out of this word. Now, again, there is a really cool correlation between all three of the words once we get to the very end. So I I hope that you enjoy this conversation with myself and you. You get to listen in on me having a conversation with myself. Uh, It's a scary place to be, to be stuck in my head, trust me. So the three words are bricklaying, streamlining, and moments. Bricklaying, streamlining, and moments. All right, so first word, bricklaying. Like I said, when Chris tries to come up with simple words, in this instance, I did not go for simple. I kind of went too complicated, but I tried to go simple. If you think about the word bricklaying, And the meaning I'm trying to get behind it, it's the word brick. And essentially, a brick is a piece of material that you put down with other pieces of the same material, other bricks. And by stacking it together, you start to build something. And we could be talking about brick and mortar, like actually putting a brick down, mortaring it, putting another brick down so that you could build a wall or uh, a building. Or I could be talking about Lego bricks. Of all different flavors and sizes. I like to think of it more as Lego brick because that's more versatile. That's something that can be used over and over again. It can be put together in many different ways in order to build something. And you can kind of see now where I'm going with this because by choosing the word brick and being intentional about actively combining and stacking puzzle pieces and, and, you know, figuring it out and putting it together, I'm aiming to build things, make something piece by piece over time so that I have more coming out of this year than I did coming in. So again, now back to the actual word. Instead of using the word brick and using the word brick laying instead, I kind of got away with a cheat here. So uh, I looked up the word bricklayer and it was, all, in fact, one word. It wasn't brick layer, the person who does bricklaying is a bricklayer, all one word. And I thought, well, then if bricklayer is one word, bricklaying, which is what I want to say I'm doing, I don't want to just say brick. You kind of get the point of that. If I say brick, well, it's one brick, it's one brick sitting there and it's doing nothing. But bricklaying is actively laying bricks throughout the year. And that was just so much more appealing to me. So by using the word bricklaying, I'm saying that I'm laying bricks or stacking them again and again, combining them into the completion of projects. Now, what are those projects? Well, one of them's a book, and I've already been laying bricks in that regard for a while now. In fact, in 2018, I started laying bricks for this. Jeff Goins has been doing a writing challenge. Jeff, who's been on the show more than any other person, he's been doing this writing challenge. It's kind of a 28-day, a month kind of a thing. And during the month of December, I took part, as well as this month, the month of January. So this was one of the ways that I was actively pursuing and doing the brick laying. The way that the challenge works is we were using an app called Spar, and you accept the challenge, and then you write 500 words for the day. Now, 500 words isn't that long. I mean, it can take five minutes, it can take seven minutes, it can take 10 minutes, but it's a daily, consistent investment of grabbing that brick, putting it down, and adding it to the pile. And it may not be an organized pile at first. In fact, it's nowhere near an organized pile, but it's all on the same subject, and it's all around uh a topic I'm not about to say. Only my innermost circle knows. So... But that's how the app works. And it's tied to your PayPal account or some other payment method. If you, if you miss a day, then you owe $5. And so the pot starts to grow and everybody in the challenge then gets to have, uh, as long as they didn't miss a day, they at the other end split the pot. It's actually pretty cool. So each of these check ins, you, you pull your phone out, you open the spar app. And you use the camera to show the work that you've done. And that's your check-in. And then everybody can kind of see that and see each other's. It's really pretty cool. And by the way, I do want to throw this out there. If you're interested in finding out what the topic of the book is or wanting to get early access or even show support and or give feedback, I will be looking for people like that. So no matter when you're listening to this, as long as the book is not already out, which is uh, early summer is my estimation, I- I'd love for you to shoot me an email at feedback at com. So bricklaying, in summary, it is the laying of bricks. I know that is so oversimplified, but think about that for a second. Coming into this year... What are the things that you want to have put in the time on consistently over not just a matter of days, but weeks but and months through most of the year or part of the year, depending so that you have something to show for your time? You know, it's those incremental investments. And that's why I chose bricklaying because I am actively laying brick this year, guys. There is stuff I want to do with this show. There is this book that I have in mind that I've been working on, and I am more excited about as I work on it. Wait till I get to the editing part. That's going to be even more fun, he said, in air quotes. But I'm really looking forward to it. I have ideas. I want to put more work out there. And there's a couple other things where I'm laying brick that I'm not necessarily able to share about just yet, because those are things that I'm working on in private, on a weekly and or monthly basis, see, so the frequency can change, uh, with some friends of mine. So now, something else that I need to point out here, if this is sounding familiar in terms of the bricks, the laying of them, the consistency, the day over day, week over week, placing another brick on the stack, it's because a lot of this thought process came out of the fact that I had had a great conversation and gone through the book Atomic Habits by James Clear late last year. And in that conversation, I'll link up to that in the show notes if you missed it, uh, we talk about his book Atomic Habits. We talk about these tiny changes that make Incredibly huge results, and one of the things that I knew was that nobody out there had really written a book on this topic that I want to talk about, and that's interesting to me. I mean, there is one; there's one or two, but they're nowhere near as laser-like a focus or as actively, um, how shall I put this, uh, a manual for how to do this thing correctly or uh, you know mastering this this skill, and so. I just knew. Wait a second. I could do this, but I can't sit down and like, like, you know, just rush through it over a weekend because that's not going to yield what I need it to. In fact, I didn't have the time to do that. is is basically the point. I have the time to spend five, ten minutes a day over the course of a chunk of months. Writing on it, and that's what I'm doing. And that's why it's much more like a habit. In fact, that SPAR app is about having accountability in great ways to get done the things you need to get done, building those habits. It's a great companion to the book. So I strongly recommend, if you haven't grabbed that book, doing so. And if you need a little nudge, go back and listen to that episode again or for the first time. But I will share again here, real quick. One of the other things that I'm laying bricks about is my health. Now, it's almost like reverse bricklaying there because I'm chipping away at the fat on my body in bricks. Like I'm chipping away a brick instead of putting another one down. But the other, it, the flip side works too. Uh, the metaphor doesn't have to work both ways. In other words, I'm laying bricks towards the healthier body that I am building for myself to live in. And I've got to say with great success, I have been clearer minded and more physically active and less junk food ingesting, et cetera, Uh, doing keto diet. My friend Jeff C has had great success. So has Michael Hyatt. And I just said, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm done. Like I'm just going to incrementally move forward towards the change that I need in my life and have been doing so. And it's been great. So I'm sure I will be revisiting that again in the near future. Dot com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash to-do list terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All right, this next word is streamlining. And in order to lay more bricks, I had to look at my systems, my processes, what I was doing, how I was doing it. In fact, that's what a lot of this show is about, not just this episode, but the show in general. It's learning how to streamline. I saw a tweet the other day, and it was somebody talking about how the word efficiency is not a good word to use because most of the things that are worth doing in life are worth doing inefficiently. I don't know how much I agree with that, but I get what they're Saying their premise is this that there are things in life that are worth doing because you're not trying to squeeze the efficiency out of them and do them super fast and ski, you know, skate through them so quick. That's fine. There are things that I don't want to have to do though that should or could be done more efficiently and this is where the word streamlining comes in it's think of it as a race thinking of it as streamlining something so that you can move through it faster or that you get the same results but but with less effort so yeah that is technically what efficiency is it's doing something well doing it more than well doing it so great that you can move through it streamlining like you know water off a duck's back or you know somebody <laughs> or a swimmer Who is shaving their legs so that they guess, so they get less resistance in the water. It's that kind of thing. And what's funny is my wife started watching the, the Marie Kondo, uh, (laughs) Netflix show and it had a lot to do with, you know, streamlining and she got way into it. So it was like, okay, let's take a room and let's streamline this room. And that's what I'm doing in all aspects. So taking a look at how my morning routine is and streamlining that. Figuring out again how to fit in the laying of these bricks, so is it, it it's difficult for me to get to the gym I've shared this before it's difficult to. it's difficult for me to get to the gym if i don't go to the gym first thing in the morning once it's more of a habit i'll be able to fit it in later in the afternoon uh, in fact, as a sign of um growth here I went about an hour before recording this and it was not first thing in the morning it was like later in the afternoon because we we had 2 hour delay at school because of snow and negative sub zero temperatures for the kids so they were home and I couldn't go as early because what I do is streamlining I get myself up do some things in terms of morning ritual and then I kind of close it out with some work stuff and getting my son ready. And then I drop him off at school and I'm already on my way to the gym. At which point then I do the gym stuff. Then I head home and I've already knocked out one of my big bricks for the day, which is great. I love doing that. It really, really helps. But I think you'll see a lot of streamlining episodes coming up later in this year. I really think that this is one of those things where, you know, having focus in on it to the streamlining aspect of it, it's getting more out of life without, Sacrificing. And I'm, here's the thing. I'm, I, I, let me hold up and say this. This is not, you'll see by my next word that what I'm not going for here is to completely skip past all the good stuff. That is definitely not what I am going for here. I am definitely not going for, oh, I don't really feel like, um, you know, I, I need to be doing something, quote, productive with every single moment of my life. Now, here's the thing. Any moment that you're living is productive. You're producing something good, I think. That's just my take. But uh, streamlining to me, and again, you'll see in the next word that I'm not saying doing things that um, – sk- skipping through something that is worth doing, but doing it so fast that it's not the, – the meaning is sucked out of it, okay? that I have so many episodes on that topic in terms of slowing down and resting. By the way, resting, completely productive. But the streamlining, the streamlining of – Hey, if I want to listen to some podcasts, I'm going to allow myself to multitask by taking a five, 10-minute break during my workday. And since I don't have a, quote, water cooler, though I can do one digitally, I'm going to go to the sink of dishes and I'm going to lay a brick (laughs) in my relationship with my wife by doing some dishes. And if there's something that I wanted to listen to, podcast-wise, I can do that then. But it's by having that intentionality. It's it's by setting up that streamlining of being as efficient as possible as I can that will really help out. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you need to measure every stinking moment of your day. I'm sorry. I do measure my sleep. I do um, try to track my time. I don't always do the time tracking stuff because to a certain point, like it's overkill. You're tracking your time more than you're taking advantage of using the time. But ultimately, streamlining, again, is this idea of running through the ringer, through some analysis, taking another eye on my processes and saying, what's the goal for this workflow? Is it working now? Can I get rid of it? And or can I improve upon it? That is what streamlining is to me. And that's what I'm doing in every room in my house, going back to a timely conversation that I had in December with Joshua Becker about his book, The Minimalist Home. It was a room by room guide to decluttering and refocusing your life. So that fit right in with where I was already feeling I was headed. In fact, I'm sure his book had to do with me writing the word streamlining. And it has everything to do with what my wife has already gotten again in a kick on from watching Netflix and Maria Kondo's show all about streamlining (laughs) your home. And so we've been getting rid of things on Facebook Marketplace and strategically replacing those things with the money that we sell those original things for with more simplified things, with more strategic things. And it's been good. It's been completely helpful. I'm really appreciated actually her being on board with that. So streamlining, that is word number two. All right, my last word, as I, I think I already told you earlier, the last word is moments. And this is related to bricks. It's also related to streamlining. Uh, as you'll see here, moments is where I do my unproductive stuff, my quote unproductive stuff, the stuff that it's like, you know what? In this moment, is it more important for me to spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes playing with my son or having a conversation with my daughter or chilling with my wife? than doing every other choice there is out there for me that I could be doing that is like, again, I could write another 500 words for the day. I could put two bricks down on that book. No moments is about pairing it up with bricks. Yes. It's very much a brick to do what I said, spending time with my son or my daughter or my wife or myself for that matter. Having a moment is very much about being self-aware being present, there's that word again from 2017, and being fully intentional, another 2017 word, about what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. But it's more than that. It's much more than that. If you remember another conversation that I had with John Zaratsky, he's one of the co authors of Make Time How to Focus on What Matters Every Day. That was a great book. And as I was going through that book again, one of the key conversations, again, you can find this conversation. I'll link it up in the show notes beyond the to do list.com slash 258. One of the things that stuck out to me about that conversation was this concept of having a highlight for the day. And that stuck with me, <laughs> stuck in a moment. And by planning ahead and saying, I am going to create moments this year. I'm going to, in other words, create moments that are impactful for my bricklaying. I'm going to have moments where I intentionally sit down and spend time with my wife, my son, my daughter, my friends, myself, and that those are also bricks not just for me, but also for them, that I'm investing in me, but I'm also investing in them with those moments, with those bricks. And again, moments. Think about this. As I talked earlier about laying bricks, and this is why I feel like uh, the word moments gets a little bit less time, because it's it's another flip on the word brick. It's getting into habits. Moments is though, like almost – if if bricks and brick laying is the action – then moments are kind of the in action it's the not going overboard with laying bricks it's the no you know what though i'm not laying a 5 another 500 words brick down on this book right now i am still laying a brick in some other area this is where the opportunity cost comes into play it's the perspective it's the awareness it's the approach that tempers the action and the streamlining. It's the being a whole person. It's the being well-rounded. It's the not just being all about action. It's also knowing that inaction is equally and often as effective in different ways. And so I know this is all kind of heady, but uh, that's where my mind goes sometimes. So again, moments, the word moments is related to bricks as you can see. It's about having highlights. It's about creating memories. It's about saying it's okay to be, quote, unproductive because that in itself is, if you're being intentional about it or even accidental about it, let's be honest, it's still productive. It can be. It's giving yourself permission to be unproductive, but also claim that as a moment that was worthwhile. It's taking a break. It's resting. It's intentionally resting. It feels good. I would love to hear from you, though. I know that moments is one of those things that's tricky. Um, I create moments in my day. Again, my morning rit- ritual, my my morning ritual, my evening ritual are moments to me. Those are things that I have built into my life in order to have those moments, those bricks of Having a deeper, more invested inner life for myself that then makes me, that doesn't, it doesn't, I don't get my worth out of that, but it makes me able to give more worth to other people and serve them better. Serve you on this podcast, serve again, my close friends, my family, my coworkers. I am much more able to do that if I take those moments. And again, me taking a moment while I'm on the treadmill. I can be in the moment. I am in the moment, laying a brick, achieving something that I want to, but not just for the sake of achievement, but for the sake of satisfaction in that I'm following through and that I'm fully present with the physicality of it, the motion of it, the movement of it. So I hope that you understand that. I I mean, I really love this concept. I really like the way that these, again, three words work together, bricklaying. Streamlining and moments, and I really think you're going to see uh, if you're a, you know if you're a longtime fan or if you're a new to this podcast. I think you're going to see these words come up again and again in the episodes that will come out this year as we go through. Uh, you might be able to even spot them so far in some of the episodes that have come out since December. So. What do you think? Did you make three did you pick three words for the year? I will link up again to everything that I mentioned in this episode in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at beyond the to do slash two five eight. That's where you can dig into finding out more again about Chris Brogan, his approach to choosing three words, the conversations that I've had with him on this podcast, links to the John Zaratsky book Make Time. Uh, Joshua Becker's The Minimalist Home, James Clear's Atomic Habits. Those are some of the the books that have made their way into this this choosing process of these words for me, that and those episodes. So I will link up to all of these different things. This will be kind of like a, a compendium or a compilation of a couple of different episodes in one for you. But I'd love to get your feedback. Again, if you want to hear more about this upcoming book, that I'm working on, I'd love to shoot you some more information. I'd love to dialogue with you if you're on uh Team Beyond the To Do List. I'll just call it that. Uh, if you want to be in on the early groundwork for that book and be able to get feedback on it, and even have me ask you, you know, some questions now as to. Uh, your thoughts, your struggles with a, this particular topic that I'm working on. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Again, that's feedback at List dot com. You can shoot me a email. And uh, again, show notes beyondthetodolist.com dot com slash two five eight is where you'll find those for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed this solo episode. I know I enjoy giving them to you, bringing them to you. And I hope to do some more on those in the future. Again, you can also use that feedback at beyond the to do email to shoot me suggestions for what are you struggling with personally with productivity? Where do you find that you're struggling the most? I want to be able to provide help in those areas to you. So that helps me to create conversations with other people and, or bring you some solo shows That address that and hopefully help you through so that's my goal uh again those are my three words bricklaying streamlining and moments and again as streamlining and moments as i was talking about those there was less to talk about there because it was almost like turning a piece it was almost like turning a prism in your hand and you could just look at the other angles differently but it was all the same thing in some ways to me so i hope you get that um i really enjoyed giving you this conversation with myself. I hope that you got something out of it. Uh, Again, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next episode.